straight out of context. For God so loved the world, I can do all things through Christ. Behold, I stand at the door and I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. God's not wishing for any to perish, for by his wounds you were healed. I pray that you may all prosper and be in good health. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Ask and it will be given, seek and you will find, knock and it shall be opened to you. Judge not that you be not judged. Train up a child in the way he should go and an eye for an eye. Repent and be baptized. We're just lifting up the name. You ask me anything in my name, if my people who are called by my name. You know, you've heard these verses. Do you know what they mean? Straight out of context. We're starting right now. Your weekly hermeneutical podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time of the day it is for you. And thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Out of Context. Now, of course, you know, we're still in our preview sessions of this podcast. When we actually get into the meat and potatoes of it, we're going to be doing 30 minutes or more. It depends on what you're willing to listen to. And we're going to also learn not only hermeneutics, but we're going to be taking verses each week and opening them up to scrutiny of how many people people actually misinterpret them and misapply them, and hopefully we can get everyone who listens to understand not only in theory of how to interpret Scripture, but also in practice. Today, I want to talk about something that I have already mentioned several times in our previous preview podcasts. So we've got the previous preview podcast going, and this is the authority of Scripture. But I want to hone in on an area of scriptural authority. Not just authority in itself in a broad way. Of course, we know that Scripture is authoritative. But most importantly, I want to make the assertion today that if we are to understand God, if we are to know God, if we are to understand the Trinity, if we are to know and understand God the Son and God the Father and God the Holy Spirit, if we are to know the mind of God, if we are to know the will of God, if we are to know the plans of God, if we are to know the voice of God, we can only know that by the reading and the interpretation of Scripture. In our day, there are many places and people where you can go and find new versions of some great new revelation. And I'm not even talking about the mystical things. I'm speaking specifically of many professing Christians who would say, um, the Bible's not necessary in, for, in order for us to know God. The Bible's not necessary because we can know God. I had someone tell me just this week that the Bible was not necessary at all in relation to the image of God in our minds because Jesus lived in order to show us God. Now, let's think about that for a moment. This person basically said that Jesus lives in order to show us God, and that is true. But how do they know that? They know that because the Bible told them that. So by saying something that the Bible teaches, then saying we can't trust what the Bible teaches and we don't need what the Bible teaches, then how, pray tell, do we come to such knowledge? How do we come to the knowledge of who God is if it is not through the Scripture? How do we come to the knowledge of what God has done if it's not through the Scripture? How do we know that we understand the true God of the Bible? 
So in the few minutes we have left, we're not going to go but about eight minutes today. In the few minutes we have left, I want you to consider these questions deeply. Do you know the true God of the Bible? And if you do know the true God of the Bible, how do you know that you know the true God of the Bible? Is it because you've read the Bible? Friends, many people want to learn to interpret the Bible. They want to piecemeal the Bible into small little vitamin box or vitamin pill boxes and say, I have this and I have that and I have this. And that is the testimony of my early days as a young teenager. But friends, if we are not eating the fullness of the counsel of God, if we are not reading through the Scripture and expressly reading through the New Testament to understand the visible image of God, who is Jesus Christ, through the pages of the Bible, we do not know the God of the Bible. And if we do not know the God of the Bible, but we know a somewhat close picture, a somewhat accurate picture, maybe we're 99% sure Friends, that's 1% not sure, and that 1% is unbelief. Let me tell you that the devil's work is to display God in a different way than he's revealed himself. And the enemy of God, Satan, uses the Bible to do that. He doesn't try to replicate something to be awed and worshipped. He tries to take exactly what God has used to reveal himself and change it just enough so that he can actually show a different God. And the different God of the caricature, is Satan himself. It started in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3, where the enemy, the devil, entered into the serpent and tempted Eve and deceived her. And he started with Eve by saying, Did God truly say that you would die? You surely shall not die. He asks in her heart, for her to question the Word of God. What did God actually say? And then he asserts a challenge to the authority of God's Word, and and then he says, you will not. Did he say it? I'm telling you, he will not. Friends, when we hear things in our culture, when we hear things from pulpits, when we hear people who supposedly are teaching the Scripture, and they twist the Word ever so slightly, or they use the meanings of words differently, or they even begin to string together a lot of half-truths or partial truths and say, this is Jesus. Here's one. God is love. Jesus is love. So when we love each other, we're like God. That is not true. It is not true. And what is the love of God displayed? This is what really gets people. Do you know how God displays his love? By taking the ineffable, glorious, majestic, sovereign son and putting him on the cross and destroying him and to crush him and to despise him when he was innocent. That's how God shows his love. Now, is that the picture of love that you understand that God is? For John says in 1 John that God is love, and we love him because he first loved us, and that God loves us in the giving of his Son. It's the act of love. It is the perfect picture of God's glorious affection for his people, because God must be the just and the justifier of his people. God cannot be a good judge if he lets guilty people go, and God cannot let people go if they have not been paid for. Jesus Christ satisfies his judgment. That is what the Scripture teaches about the love of God. What about the person of God? 
People often like to pit the Old Testament God and the New Testament God against each other. Oh, the Old Testament God was a God of judgment, a God of vengeance. What do you think God in the New Testament did to Jesus Christ? He poured the fullness of the wrath of His vengeance and justice upon His Son so that God would be just in forbearing the sins of the Old Testament saints, and He would be just by forgiving guilty people because their sins have been put away because Christ paid for them. Friends, this is more of a theological podcast today than it is a hermeneutical podcast. But if we don't grasp this, if we don't come to the Scripture knowing that we're not just reading for some knowledge of this book, we are looking into the face of God directly. No one has ever seen God John says, the Son, the God at His side, makes Him known. The Word became flesh. The Word is God. Friends, don't ever forget that. Don't ever push Scripture to the side as a textbook. Understand, many people, if you hold to the authority of Scripture, will call you a Bible worshiper. Well, friends, the Bible points to the one who is worthy of all worship. And if it is not Scripture that points us there, there is no hope under heaven. Remember the words of Christ. Remember the words of Christ. Hear them and live. Well, that's our podcast for today. We hope you've enjoyed it. And most of all, we hope you've learned something. Join us next week as we continue in the journey to rightly understand and divide the word of truth. Straight Out of Context is a ministry of Grace Truth Church. We are found online at gracetruth.org. You can partner with us over at anchoringfaith.org. Keep in mind that when we don't understand the word of God, we may be taking it straight out of context. My name is James, and I'm your host.